It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van Alstom. And look at this. It is car con carne back in the car, back at Buona Beef. We're at Buona in Countryside. 20 West Plainfield Road. We're about to eat Buona. And I should mention, since I'm talking about Buona, the clock's ticking. The holidays are coming up. In fact, they're right here. They're right, they're breathing, breathing down our neck. And if you still haven't figured out what you're doing for your office party, your house party, your intimate gathering of friends, let Buona take care of everything. They cater, you party. You could try their signature Italian beef as a ready-made sandwich or a side of delicious rigatoni marinara starting at $12.95 per person. $12.95 per person, Tom Higginson of Plain White Tees. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's what I'm saying. Be a hero this holiday season and feed your guests Buona. In fact, be a hero to yourself. If you want, you can go to Buona anytime and use my promo code CARNE, C-A-R-N-E 10, and take 10% off your online or app orders. Save money this holiday season. Buy some Plain White Tees merch. Some Humans Were Here merch with yeah, the savings. that's a that, great idea. Right. Everyone wins. Everyone wins that way. All right. So my guest, that's him. I, I kind of hinted uh, seconds ago. He is a musician, he's an entrepreneur, he's an indie label owner, he's a Grammy nominee, he's a Tony Award nominee, he's an MTV VMA nominee, he's an AMA nominee, a Teen Choice winner, and a performer on many, many television shows. He's also a product of Chicago's West Suburbs. Perhaps most importantly, I don't know why I buried the the lead. That's the best part. Why did I bury the lead on that? Yeah, right. Uh, He is Tom Higginson of Plain White Tees. Lovely to see you again. Happy holidays. Great to see you always. Yeah. This is lovely. By the way, that was a great list of achievements, but notice they were all nominee. And I think there was like one win in there somewhere. I, I, I really put the emphasis on Teen Choice winner. Yes, you know that's the that's the important one. That's, you know, that's Grammys are fine, but it's those Teen Choice awards that really count. So we're at Buona. I mentioned in Countryside, and they have this thing. They have this thing on the menu: the uh, the Italian beef list. It's a Citan um, version of Italian beef, which is phenomenal. Delicious as a vegetarian, as, love it, love it. It, it, and it's great for people who eat meat and just maybe need need to take some time away from meat. True, it's, mm-hmm. it's a little, little time to catch up with their bodies. Um, we asked them to make a custom bowl, like carb free, just put the Italian beef list in a bowl. That's what they made for you. I'm excited, and I'm I got you some excited. French fries too. Oh, and a you. water because you got to stay hydrated. Oh, perfect. Thank you. By the way, I love. For people who are just listening to the podcast, you can't see Tom right now. You're wearing what strikes me as a very 80s jacket. Well, you know, I've got a bit of an 80s... Um, That's where I was going. You know, fascination, obsession, if you will, happening. This is very Million Miler, what yes, I'm looking at right here. Exactly. Yeah, you're looking... All I need is a little mustache, and then I would be in full Million Miler vibe because, you know... That's the that's like my my superhero disguise. When I have the mustache, it's like oh, million right. miler. And then when I shave it, it's like oh, it's the guy from Plain White Teeth. <laughs> well, you can start eating as we're talking. I mean, I don't want you to like let well, your food get cold. I mean, I feel like I don't know. You've got a, a list of questions over there. I feel like I I should be able to speak. I don't know. Oh, I think it's more fun with food in your mouth. People, <laughs> people love to hear musicians eat uh, on microphone. Wow. Uh, now, okay. what is I got, that like a fetish of some people? <laughs> it is. It is. It started in Osaka, Japan, which is weird. It made its way to the United States. Um, 
what I got tonight, Tom Higginson mm. of Plain White Tees, Million Miler, etc. Uh, I got, they have pizza specials on Thursday night. Whoa. Yeah, so they're, they're like super cheap and they're personal size. I got the Italian beef and giardinera pizza. Ooh. It is so good. And Very it's, nice. It's the hot giardinera. And as previously, dis- holy crap. Wow, that looks good. It looks amazing. As previously discussed in this podcast, the giardinera does not play games. This <laughs> is the real thing. I think you got hot giardinera on your uh, custom bowl too. Perfect. There we go. Yeah, the beef and giardinera pizza. This is, this is honestly one of my favorite things at Buona. And when I realized we were recording on Thursday, I'm like, oh, I'm taking advantage of the uh, pizza special. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> First, I have to spit out my gum. You know, when I became a vegetarian way back in 1998, that long, that long. The uh, thing that I missed the most, the the one you know meat item. Obviously, they've come. Far lengths in, um, you know, veggie burgers. Now there's mm-hmm. Beyond and Impossible, right, which are so good. Um, but the one thing that I really miss was Italian beef. That was like the one meat that they they haven't done, you know? For sure. And so with, uh, you know, Buona doing it, um, and I'm not even really trying to plug them. It's just a very, very fun thing as a vegetarian because they came out with this like six months ago or something. And um, I've gone to a di- there was one a little bit closer to me that I've oh, we should have gone to, a to that one. Times. Sorry, no, this is this is perfect. But I'm just excited that I get to actually, you know, get that taste and that Italian beef vibe again. It's nice. I, I think Buona doesn't realize they've tapped into something here. I had um, Scott Lucas of Local H in the car last week. Mm. He also vegetarian, loves the Italian beefless. Mm-hmm. I have another guest who'll be announced soon, coming next month local musician he's like oh yeah we got to get the italian beefless so there's a thing there i don't know if they should do like band catering yeah that's a good idea but you're a guy who's you've spent many years traveling the country in a van close quarters eating bad food absolutely absolutely it, it's which a, is why i don't have the bread tonight because right i'm you know it's hard to be healthy when you're on it, the road it's very it? hard yeah even like so the t's have been playing uh kind of weekend warrior stuff mm-hmm. since july We've been, you know, lucky enough to um, get back out there after obviously a crazy year and a half of, you know, just doing nothing and adapting and, you know, mm-hmm. doing little Wednesday night uh, Facebook lives and whatnot, you know. Um, so, yeah, but but honestly, getting back out on the road, it's impossible to, like, eat healthy, you know, because you're at the mercy of, you know, whatever few block radius your hotel's at or the venue's at or whatever. Um, So, yeah, it's really a challenge. So that's why being home, um, you know, I always enjoy my home home time. But the eating part of it is uh, especially... Especially nice. I do a lot of home cooking as well. If you slide it up the dash, there okay, you go. Nice. And can you show that to the camera? This is custom made for Tom this of Plain White Tees. Amazing. So let's see. Yeah, it's it a little bit. It. Yeah. So ooh, it's gonna drip. It's very <laughs> it is, wet. It is very wet. So it's a cheesy, uh, beefless Italian beef bowl, which apparently they don't do. So thank you, Bona Beef, for making it for me. And, that looks great. Um, and there's some mozzarella in there as well. That so. looks great. And you mm-hmm. can just imagine if that had had been served on bread, oh, that bread God. would have just been just so sponge-like, gentle. soaking that all oh, up. Yeah. So we're recording this on the 16th of December. Like I said, happy holidays. It's that time of year. Mm. This coming Sunday, if you're, if you're watching, if you're listening, anytime before Sunday, Sunday you've got an event happening. I'm doing a big show. Yeah, so I, as you mentioned earlier, I started a record label a couple years ago called Humans Were Here. Um, 
And last year, because of the, the pandemic, we were forced to just start just doing things virtual and right. staying connected people with people however we could. Um, so last Christmas, we did this Christmas show where we just, you know, all the artists, because it was still kind of COVID, so we, we kept it really, you know, really safe, did kind of one artist at a time, and we taped some performances. And then we did this almost like you'd see on, you know, a network channel, like, you know, some... Christmas spectacular, mm-hmm. you know, and they have all these performances. So we kind of did our own little indie version of that, um, and you know, sold tickets online for fifteen bucks to to the our fans and followers and stuff, and people just loved it. It was really fun and kind of like necessary, oh yeah, you know, for for people. Um, and so because it was so fun last year, and because you know, even though Play My Tees are kind of getting out there a little bit and playing. Um, most of our other artists are not yet. You know, I know you talked to One Life a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they did that one show uh, with Lucky Boys. Um, but you know, there's not really a lot happening still for the 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 smaller artists. So uh, we decided to do it again, and yeah. So we're kind of like that's what I was just doing earlier. We're doing a little um, group Christmas song, oh, and amazing. so we're all, of course, filming it from our own homes, and you know, mm-hmm. phoning it in, and like, you know, is this work? Is this vocal sound good enough? And everything. Um, so yeah, I was just kind of helping put that together before coming here to meet you. So yeah, gearing up for Sunday's show. It's going to be really, really fun uh, and great, great spirits. Um, and yeah, all the artists are going to be performing and. Um, yeah, I'll be hosting it and we're doing a bunch of giveaways and little trivia things, giving away some t-shirts, sweatshirts and stuff. So I love that. if you're interested, humanswerehere.com, uh, you can check out what I've been doing and all the artists and stuff. And you can also get a ticket to Sunday's virtual live event. That's fantastic. And you said it, I mean, everything shut down. You had to kind of find a way to innovate around the mess that was last year. And there are certain things we've learned and seen and done over the past year and a half, two years, that I think are worth carrying forward into the future. And I think events like this, there's value in that. Yes, we can go see the T's play live. Yes, we can see these other bands play live, like One Life. But there's still something special about being able to sit in your home, apartment, a restaurant, watching on a phone, and just be connected to that and be entertained. Dude, because how about network television is over too, by the way. Absolutely. It's pretty amazing to like I'm taking the fans' perspective. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's kind of been nice to just be able to sit in my living room and still stay connected to everyone, mm-hmm. you know. This is the eating part. <laughs> this is the part you were worried about. I wasn't worried. This is delicious, by the way. This pizza is mm-hmm. if you were not vegetarian, you would love this. I mean it looks amazing. Mm. I wonder, do you think they do that with the um the fake meat or the, the meatless meat? I don't know. Because that would be good, too. That would be crazy. And I, lo- I love Jardinera. Mm-hmm. And th- that's that's how you know you're a Midwesterner. I was going to say, do you know that they don't have they do not do Jardinera no. outside of, yeah, like in California? And you've got like the that? authentic voice, too. You, you call it Jardinera. Jardinera. That's that's the Villa Park coming. You can, <laughs> you can take the boy out of Villa Park. But it's always Jardinera. Jardinera. Well, I believe it technically has an A at the end, but it, I don't, I've never heard it pronounced like that, so I don't know. <laughs> All right, so... Humans were here. Let's talk about some of these artists. Since we started talking about One Life, let's talk about them. They don't smile in their publicity shots. No, Covered that would that. be that would be ridiculous. It'd be a betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, One Life. I mean, personally, that's just like I geek out over One Life. They are. Um, I mean, you know their history, but anybody out there that may not, they were literally a band in the scene, um, in the Chicago scene. 
for a, a blink of an eye um, in the early 2000s, and they came from other bands like Close Enough and Morningside Drive. Um, I'm probably forgetting somebody. Oh, Backdrop. And um, it was like a super group, and they were so good. And they had these, it's like this wall, everybody's singing, everybody's playing guitar. It's like this wall of sound, but it's legit. And they're all playing like these guitarmonies and, you know, singing like five-part harmonies and shit. It's crazy. And then they like broke up for some reason. It was, it was very sad because we were all friends and everything. And they all stayed friends. They just like did other projects and stuff. And so, but they never put any music out. And so I had these demos just kicking around all these years that I was still listening to all the time and just still like legitimately my, excuse me, my favorite band from um, the scene. Well, I shouldn't say that because I love, you know, Lucky Boys and I, I, I'm, I'm like a, I don't know, a sappy guy. I love all that stuff. And, and especially the, the, yeah, please. We're recording in Countryside, Illinois. I realize you have fans who are not from our area. So we're, we're being very local here, but. We're talking about the Chicago and the suburban scene. Good point. Yep, yep. Definitely a very Chicago, uh, a tight-knit scene mm-hmm. of, of bands and friends here. Um, but yeah, One Life, it was just like that amazing lightning in a bottle that just burned out so fast um, for whatever reason. So, point is, cut to about a year and a half ago, like actually like right before the pandemic. And, you know, like I said, I'm still friends with these guys. Sure. And we were just kind of talking like, man... It sucks that that music never got released, you know, and, and, you know, the world never got to hear it because it's so damn good. And so I had the idea because I had started the label and stuff. I'm like, what if we just, you know, make the make a record and right. put it out and you guys, you know, just play a couple shows and see what happens. And so they're like, hell yeah. And we're about halfway done recording uh, the the one of the greatest hits <laughs> that never, never came out yet. But um yeah, there's one song out now on Spotify, I Never Wanted. Which, and, this is a melodic song, but it's got an edge. It's it's like borderline metal, but it's also pop. It's almost like if yeah. you mixed Iron Maiden and like Jimmy Eat World. That's kind of how I, I, love it. I just picture it or cool I describe it. Cool lead guitar licks on that one. The drumming on it is insane. Oh, yeah. It, it's a great and song. And Ryan's voice is just, it's like melts me. It, he's so good. It's, it's got this deep, just, there's something very primal about his voice. But still, really like you know, breathy and like, like cool. Like it's not like I don't know, very it, unique but very very beautiful voice. Yeah, it, fantastic band. And speaking of putting out new music, we talked about the Christmas thing that you're doing, the holiday thing you're doing on Sunday. It, it has just been a, a torrent, a flood of holiday music coming from humans. We're here. Mm-hmm. Well. Million Miler has basically taken over the label for the past uh, month or so, which is my 80s solo project. We kind of talked about that earlier with my awesome jacket that you guys can't see. Um, But yeah, so Million Miler, I decided to put out this song called... Can I swear on this? Can I swear? Uh, If you're going to talk about what the fuck happened to 2021, yes. That's the one, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I have this song and I'm like... I got to put this out now because it's just yeah, clock's know. ticking. Yeah, exactly. And by the time I recorded it, it was already like two months later somehow. That's how fast this year is going by. Uh-huh. I feel like. So, yeah, I had this song called "What the Fuck Happened to 2021," which is not a Christmas song, but it's an end of the year song. I feel like it'll be. I'm just living life, trying to have a good time. Yeah. How is this year almost done? 
what the, the fuck, fuck happened, happened to 2021, right? I feel like a lot of people can relate to that one. I For real, it got to be Thanksgiving last month. I'm like, wait, that's not right. Dude, totally. Don't you kind of feel like, like 2020 and 2021 was like the length of one year? Yes. Right? Yes. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But, like, so anyway. Like 20, oh, 2020 <laughs> was, was a double album. This year was like a seven inch. Yeah. I agree. It's bizarre. Right. Yeah, because at the beginning of the pandemic, like March and April of last year, felt like it was about six or seven months, just right. in those two months. This is never ending, and we're all going to die. Yep. Holy crap. And then all of a sudden, it was just like fast forward to like today somehow. Uh, right. And here we are. And this song, this Million Miler song, it's cheery. It's synthy. I mean, I, just, I love the, the aesthetic there. Thank you. Well, yeah, you know, I've got a, basically every song just has to feel like it came from 1985. You know, even if I'm talking about 2021, it still feels like it's a, a blast from the past. It makes me want to play Centipede. Hell yeah, that's the idea. Or Galaga, or yeah. Zaxxon. Sure. I or, mean, or I can, anything you can, get, a, you can get into Nintendo a little bit with it, I think. You yeah, know? fair enough. But not no no further than Sega. Sega no. is like the... That's a hard line. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. All right, so Million Miler had monopolized. Humans were here. <laughs> and I put out two music videos, and just two days ago put out... A cover of Last Christmas, which is already an 80s song, yes. but I had to go full synth with it. It's a little bit like that, like a harder synth wave version of Last Christmas. Which I love. And for the video, you use an image. Is that a little Tom by the tree? Yes. That's adorable. Yeah. yeah. So I, last Christmas, I put out a, a Christmas song called Miracle, um, which was definitely also relatable it's like it's funny because there's so much to write about with these times it's kind mm -hmm. of sad you know um but i guess good for inspiration I, and mm -hmm. i feel like people do need a little bit of a um you know a release or just somebody that is talking about the moment because it is pretty messed up so but anyway yeah so i literally my grandma had this old photo album that i hadn't seen since i was a kid and so I was like flipping through it and it was like, oh my God, there's these awesome Christmas photos. And so it was like, I was putting out this Christmas song last year and it was like, well, duh, just take one of these photos because it's, you know, the, the vibe of the project is eighties and these photos are literally from the eighties. So yeah, that was the album cover for last year's, uh, Christmas single. And then, yeah, this year when I was doing last Christmas, it was like, cool, back to that photo album. There's gotta be another good one. Pretty funny. And yeah, it's I have like, like stockings on or something. It's like a I don't know what the hell I'm wearing. Adorable. Yeah, thanks, mom, for whatever my my I don't know whatever the hell she had me in back then. I want to go down the holiday road uh, since we're talking about it. But before we get there, since we're talking about Million Miler and the aesthetic in the '80s, did that all kind of start that, that interest? Did that kind of kick off with Parallel Universe? So Parallel Universe. Okay, so I'll give you the. I'll give you the, um, I mean, I've always been an 80s guy, you know, Michael Jackson, Pat Benatar, Bruce Springsteen, you know, Madonna, all that stuff has always just been big influences to me because that's what I grew up just, you know, my mom was mm -hmm. always blasting that stuff in the house. Um, but over the past, you know, I guess at this point, five or six years, um, with Stranger Things coming out, obviously mm -hmm. that was a huge, I mean, that kind of brought the 80s back full circle for the whole world I for think sure. um, but then beyond that there was one step above that there's this bar in LA 
that I literally like stumbled into with a friend. We were just like looking for a place to grab a drink yeah. and catch up. And we entered this bar that's called Break Room 86. And it's like a, it's, it's literally like walking into like a, a you know, a, a bar scene in a John Hughes movie. Um, it's just done so well. It, 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 I don't, I don't even want to bother trying to explain it because I think you just did. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, you are in a different world when you walk into this bar and they're just blasting nothing but eighties hits loud as hell. You know, it's like a bar, like a club PA sold in this little shitty dive bar and people are dancing and people it's, it's just the craziest, most fun spot in the world. And so, and, and after going there the second time, I, I found out that there's a cover band that plays there on Wednesday nights called the Good Time Boys. And they have become literally like one of my favorite bands of all time because they're <laughs> like, and they do these like garage rock. They're like these LA hipster dudes that are play these like garage rock versions of 80s classics. Oh. And it's the coolest shit you've ever heard in your life. And it's so fun and everybody dances and it's just like, like everybody I take there, it's like the best night of your life every time you go it's so fun so i was like yeah i need to freaking tap into this like this Mm -hmm. 80s you know thing that that's happening in my soul you know and so yeah on on the play my t's latest album which came out in 2018 parallel universe we kind of you know dabbled a little bit with Mm -hmm. some of those synth tones and you know top of the world yeah oh top of the world is a great example thank you yeah um but I feel like it was like, okay, we took it to a point where we're like, we can't really go all the way with this because we're still the plain white tees. And we, you know, we have a, a, a brand that, that seems to work for us and connect, you know, which is what you want as an artist. You know, you want to connect with people. So tell, tell me about that brand. Have you, have you done anything I've heard? Um, well, <laughs> <sighs> well, we have, you know, if you've been to a dentist's <laughs> office or a, um, you know, Coles lately, Coles. you probably yes. have, you probably have heard us. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, as far as we could take it with the T's. So I'm like, you know what, let's just dial the T's back a little bit yeah. to the acoustic, uh, you know, band that people love or, or hate or either way, but you know, people that love us, they love us because of our raw, you know, more acoustic love songs and your raw charisma. Well, obviously, mm-hmm. obviously you can't forget the charisma. Um, but so I, d- I decided to start Million Miler, a solo project completely dedicated to that nostalgic feel of the 80s synth rock. Million Miler to me is the sound of a songwriter having fun. Yeah, I like that. And you answered a question before I even asked it. With, with the label, with Million Miler, it seems like there are so many expectations and so many emotions tied up with plain white tees you, you kind of have to keep going that course and so this is a way for you to scratch all those issues exactly yeah it kind of um because that is our you know it's become our job yeah. at this point of course so yeah you can't really not that we don't have fun with it still of course we do but there's something about um yeah there's there's a little bit of an added pressure an added expectation mm-hmm. there Whereas when you are just making music like we did back when we started the band or, you know, back in high school where it's just like, man, we just love playing music and and that's all that mattered. 
um, you know, there's something kind of magical about that when you can tap into that. And yeah, that's what Million Miler does. For and, me. and speaking of that, how, how is it that Penny still holds up? It really does. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but oh, I, I love that. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's you know, we just played that. I noticed, and I'm like, oh, it, yeah. it sounds great. Yeah, it was very. Uh, we we threw it in. One of our buddies always requests that song. And so he was at the show we just played in, uh, it was in uh, Naperville at Pfeiffer Hall okay. at, uh, at uh, North Central College. Mm, okay. And he was in the crowd and we started kind of playing it, just kind of messing around and we're like, we just kept going and we ended up playing the whole song. So yeah, pretty fun. I love that. Okay. <laughs> so going back to- So you can still have fun even though it's our job, you know? Well, that's- It's, it's great. Pretty that, lucky to, to do what we do, That's what I was going to say, Tom. This is the American dream. Yeah. You're living it. Yeah. And being able to create your own label and find bands that you're into and find ways to get people to hear them, that's awesome. It is super awesome. And yeah, of course, like anything, um, I've got a lot of friends. You know my friend Darren Varell. He's mm -hmm. the singer of TLB. And he, he just moved to L.A. to be, he's painting full time, making art. And it's like, it's so amazing that he's able to do that and sustain himself you know, that's also the dream. It's like, oh, you can't, you can't do that. You know, you can't be a painter. You can't be an artist. Well, yeah, you can. Sure you can. You know? But the point is, it's like we've got to remind each other sometimes, like, hey, don't forget to enjoy it. You know? Right. Because it, it is, because it's our jobs, even though it's something that we love, you can easily fall into that. You know, like even today before I came, I was stressing out, trying to get this Christmas show together for Sunday. So it's like, yeah, there's still a little bit of stress. There's still, you know, uh, all of that stuff that comes with, um, you know, any job you have. But you're right. At the end of the day, it's like we're doing something that we, we love and we're very lucky to be doing that. So yeah, I mean, sometimes you just have to remember that and then you can, okay, breathe a little easier, you know. That teenage boy I saw on stage at Metro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is here now following a course that he laid for himself. That's cool. Yeah. And I'm still, you know, still stalking bands and finding new bands that I love. And, you know, the new Loud Lucy for me is 100 Gex. Have you heard them no. yet? Oh, my God, dude. I'm glad, I'm glad we're talking. They're going to change change music for sure. Tell me why, because I, I'm wondering where music is going to next. So um, they are... I don't even know how to it, it's I think the description is hyper pop. Um, so it's very it's electronic, but it's very punk. It's very like don't give a fuck, but also very catchy as hell and so done the, really well. Some of the well. swagger and the attitude. And the attitude is just a hundred percent. Don't care. It's like you know a couple kids with their laptops, but it's the fucking coolest shit you've ever heard. And it's very it, it's also very like. Like, I don't know how you feel about Skrillex. I love Skrillex, and especially when he came out, it was like, what the fuck is this? Right. I've never heard music like this, and that's why it's so important, in my opinion, because it's like, you know, kind of like when Nirvana came out or when the Beatles came out. It's like nobody was doing it like that. Surprise me. Yeah, exactly. And so I heard 100 Gex, and it's, it's, it's a little off-putting at times because they didn't go in and fix it, because it's just left like intentionally shitty but so good you know i don't know so you got you got to check them out they're they're amazing and i believe uh one of the it's two singers i believe the one of the singers is a uh is a trans girl and i believe she's from chicago oh that's amazing yeah 
which I didn't realize until I was kind of Wikipediaing it, and I was like, oh man, Chicago, hell yeah, no wonder they're so good. This is a good Carcon Carne tip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you eat so I can read a quick message. Okay, go for it. Again, holidays are next week, Christmas is here, and you're going to be scrambling. It's so hard to buy something for everyone, the people in the office, the people in your family. Get your holiday shopping done the easy way. Buy a $25 Bona gift card. You could buy it in store, you could buy it online, and you can get a free $5 bonus card. Now, Tom, this is how I like to do Christmas shopping. This is whether I'm buying on Amazon or buying Bona gift cards, one for me, one for you. Mm -hmm. I, I can't help myself. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm going on, let's say, Humans Were Here. It's like, okay, record for me, hoodie for you. That, that's the pro move, right? I love that, yeah. That's a great idea. All right, so back to humans we're here. I'm going, to, I'm going to try to talk slowly. The jardinera really does make... It's so good. And it, what you basically have there is a really delicious soup because you've got <laughs> that kind of the, the beefless gravy mixing with the oil of the jardinera. It's delightful. That You know, that'll clear your sinuses. That'll... Mm -hmm. that, that's medicinal, I think. I think Bona will tell you that. Mm, very um, good. Very all right, good. so the Humans Were Here Christmas show is happening on Sunday the 19th. Started to talk about some of the holiday music that's been trickling in. Uh, teased in Winter Wonderland. Tuesday Winter Wonderland. I also will say TLB just put out one of my favorite songs we've ever done called Christmas Spirits. All about having a lot of drinks for the holidays. So for the eggnog enthusiasts, mm -hmm. TLB has you covered. Absolutely. Uh, and that's another itch you scratch too. What, TLB? Yeah. Because yeah. you do the drums for I that. started as a drummer before even learning how to play guitar or writing songs. So, and as you know, the T's started a little bit more punk rock. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it kind of exactly what you whatever you just the way you said it it's scratching an itch, scratching yeah. An itch. Um, yeah I play drums with TLB with my my one of my best friends Darren who's that artist guy we were talking about mm -hmm. earlier and um, yeah just write a bunch of he went through a really shitty breakup and so we just started writing songs about it and yeah, bad, bad for him great for music exactly mm -hmm. exactly turn a negative into a positive uh -huh. you know so yeah TLB uh, and we haven't talked about the other artist We've been holding them back. Fairview. Fairview, yes, which you've had on the on the podcast. Yes, yeah, Matt and Lizzie. Thank you. They are yeah, delightful. Matt and Lizzie are so awesome. Um, they some they of don't the, seem real. Right? Like, they, like it, it seems like they can't be that positive and that into each other. And it, yeah. it, it seems almost like Hollywood. Right. Like, you, you, you're waiting for them to, like, break character or, like, be yes. assholes. Yes. And they just, they never are. They're the nicest most amazing people that that I know and it's I mean a pleasure when you're doing something you know like we're doing with our label that is all grind and there's no reward yet you know mm -hmm. obviously we all see the big picture and we know right I know from experience with the T's that you know you follow a dream long enough and and great things can happen and so grinding it out in these early stages with artists I mean it gets shitty it gets rough you know to, to keep a positive attitude and yeah, Fairview. Uh, I can't say enough good things about about them as people, as artists. Talk about pop smarts. Oh, unbelievable! Yeah, I mean, and they're all over TikTok. They're doing like, they're doing exactly what, like, the young young artists mm. need to be doing right now, and they're killing it like like from every angle. Killing it. Oh yeah. And I, I'm sure you saw when I had Fairview on. This is maybe a year or so ago. Uh, Matt talked about the first time. Maybe it was the first time he met you. Okay. You walked into the grocery store he was working at. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, he absolutely flipped out. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe Tom Higginson shops or buys groceries where I, where I work. Well, you know what's funny? As I mentioned earlier, you know, and you and I go way back to me calling Q101 and trying to get some Loud Lucy 
info or something. But when I love a band, like, I get crazy about them, you know? And Matt from Fairview, when I met him in those early days, like, he was, uh, he reminded me a lot of me because he was, like, a big fan and you could tell he was, like, geeking out, but he was also really just laid back and really cool and and natural um and yeah he really did he reminded me of a young me so i was instantly like oh man i like this kid and then when i finally heard him and lizzie's songs i was like wait a minute they're actually pretty damn good you know so then i started working with them and serendipity yeah it was it was perfect i love that so um do they have a holiday song um, they have last year we put out a song called "Meet Me Under the Mistletoe," right. which I don't know how has it hasn't been licensed for every Hallmark commercial for real? this year. Yeah, we're working on that. You know, we're still you know developing the label. We need we need some um, you know some licensing. We need a licensing team. It is a grind. It really is. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, as you know, just going back to my own, you know, with the Plain White Tees. We were on Fearless back in the day when we first released Hey There, Delilah. And that's the song I was trying to think of. <laughs> and Fearless, you know, was was a much, you know, they were a pretty established indie yeah. label at the time. And I think we sold, you know, 80,000 copies of that song and that record on Fearless. And to them, that was like, that was unthinkable. That was the biggest deal in the world. And then obviously we went up to a major and they we were able to sell you know whatever it is 5 million and counting of the same exact product yeah. so that just shows you from you know from fearless to hollywood the difference there it's crazy so now with humans we're here i mean we're not even close to where fearless was when we were on them back in the day so it really is just starting from scratch pretty much but you know what i kind of like that i like getting getting my hands dirty What's your relationship like with <clears throat> Hey There, Delilah? I mean, um, obviously, it, it, it brought you to the dance, so to speak. Totally. No, I love it. I think it's... Uh, I still think it's a great song. I'm very proud of it. Love playing it every night because, I mean, you know, when you pick up your guitar as a 15-year-old, that's what you dream of, right? You dream of writing some song or playing some song in front of a crowd that loves it mm-hmm. and sings along. And... You know, whatever I tapped into with Hey There, Delilah, um, you know, that's the dream. So, yeah, I, I have a great relationship with that song. I'm very still still proud of it, still love it. And you should be. And tangentially, I'd say one out of every three times I walk in the front door of my house and my dog greets me, I do say, Hey There, Dog Lila. Ah, I like that. <laughs> hey There, Dog Lila. Yeah. Not bad. I never thought of that one. It's just become, it's so ingrained in all of our heads and minds. It just finds ways to to manifest in our everyday existence. Yeah. Yeah. It is everywhere, like you said, Kohl's. Yeah, Kohl's. When you're spending your Kohl's cash. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure Buona Beef uh, plays in there once in a while. I bet it's playing right now. It could be. It could be playing right now. (laughs) Uh, All right. So this Sunday, Sunday the 19th, 19th, yes, Mm -hmm. uh, that is the date for the Humans were here. I was looking for an official title. Christmas, Humans were here. Yes. I don't know if we have an official title. The Humans Christmas extravaganza, which is awesome. And you know, nice night hanging out, have a cold beverage, warm oh, yeah. beverage from the, the comfort of your own home, which is the best. And will you be interacting? With oh yeah, oh yeah. We'll be all over the YouTube comments, and like I said, even doing giveaways and stuff. That's so great. Giving away um, 
yeah, t-shirts, sweatshirts, probably some vinyl. Um, yeah, but you do need to buy a ticket, humanswerehere.com, to buy a ticket for 15 bucks. But also, we're also doing this thing with mystery bags where you get a bunch of swag for a ridiculously low price and you also get a free ticket to the I love when bands do show. that. Yeah. Basically, give it, give you a t-shirt size and roll the dice. Exactly. I love exactly. that. Yeah. Oh, that's so much fun. Okay, so that's happening on Sunday, which is going to be super cool. You talked about vinyl. When the tea started, vinyl was on its way out. <laughs> Here we are in 2021, on, and you're pressing vinyl. I have to silence my thing. Is it Darren? Um, I don't know. I'm not going to even bother okay. looking. <laughs> so yeah. sorry. So the teas were, yeah, vinyl was out. Like and you're, now, you're at the end of it, and yeah. now here you are pressing oh, yeah. vinyl for your artists. Oh, yeah. Well, because... Okay, go ahead. What were you... Well, I, I guess the question is, how important is that to, to the strategy? I, I'm guessing that that's where a lot of the money is made right now. I mean, for sure. But it's also... For, for me, it's more like, I like vinyl. So, like, I want to have this awesome album that, you know, I just made with my artist on vinyl, you know? Um, I'm thinking of it much more selfishly than, than business-wise. Which, why not? Right? I mean, I'm going to sign One Life and make, you know, put a bunch of money that and, and time. That band needs to be on vinyl. That, exactly. That, they, they are, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, are they going to, you know, I don't know, uh, like, are they going to, I shouldn't even limit them because, yes, of course they're going to be the biggest band in the world. But it doesn't matter if they really become that because I think they are. Yeah. And I love them, so I want their record. There's nothing not to understand about One Life. Right. You hear them like, oh, I get <laughs> Dude, this. Dude, totally. Yeah, I get pissed off because like people uh, like in my circle are like, oh my god, One Life. I like One Life. One Life's my favorite band on the label. I'm like, uh, what about Million Miler? You know, <laughs> yeah. what about TLB? But no, yeah, people just across the board, even people you wouldn't expect because, like you said, they are a little bit harder. You know, almost bordering on metal sometimes. Um, but yeah, people you wouldn't expect. Like my mom was like, oh my God, they're so good. Get out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So vinyl's, vinyl's here to stay. I think so. I, I, also because it's everything's digital now. So it's like you either have it on your phone or you have the physical copy. And I mean, what do you want to hold? What do you want to touch? What do you want to, you know? And I'll tell you, I, I don't know if you're the same way. When I'm listening to music in my car off my phone... I can't sit still for the whole song. I'm always advancing tracks. I'm, I'm bouncing around. There is something to putting on a record. You can't. You just have to sit through. Yeah, it. you're not re-queuing the tracks. You're letting you're it go skip for 20 minutes. Song. Yep, and totally. It's just it's more immersive. And yeah, I I love record shopping. I love buying new records. I love ordering them. I love. I just love it. Yeah, absolutely. You have to literally get up and fl you know interact with it mm -hmm. halfway through. And there's that, my grandmother was an antique collector. There's that thrill of acquisition, which I think she passed on to me. Mm -hmm. Like that, that genetic thing where if I see something that I've been looking for for a while, it's it's a thrill. It's like Absolutely. a, a bolt of electricity. Well, like, it's, like, it's like the Goonies, man. It's like, you know, the, the rich stuff, the treasure. You know, whenever mm -hmm. you find something like that, you feel as though you need it because it fills that, like, whatever that that spirit of adventure inside you, you know? That's how it is for me. Yeah, it, people ask me all the time, do you collect vinyl because you're one of those people who thinks it just sounds better? No, I just, I'm a music fan. Yeah, exactly. I just like collecting music. I like, for me, yeah, it it, it, it sounds different, certainly, mm -hmm. which is nice, um, but, like, again, the experience of it. Like, mm -hmm. you have to take it out. You've got to 
put it on. You've got to, you know, it, it, there's a lot of, there's a process that you have to go through to get your music. And I think that that is, yes, just makes a more valuable experience out of it. Now, if Million Miler were truly a band that came up in the 1980s, those records would be really flimsy. Oh, totally. Because any of those but, records pressed back then. But they also f- still would sound, you know, amazing, 100%. you know, to this day. The ones now are like, Jesus, you These couldn't are built even to last. break yeah. them. Yeah. And half of them, like, half the, you know, new vinyl or like, it's like one little scratch and now you're screwed on them. You know, I feel like those old ones, whatever they made them with, probably a bunch of chemicals that like were toxic, but they like still hold up, you know, 30 years later. All right. So, Tom. This is happening on Sunday night, the the extravaganza, the holiday show extravaganza with Humans Were Here, all the artists. You mentioned that the T's are kind of weekend warriors at this point. Will that change in 2022? Um, Well, we definitely just recorded a brand new song, uh, which we're going to put out early 2022. Because as you mentioned, the last album was 2018. Yeah. Which, you know, you kind of can't count the last couple years. Fair enough. You know. Um, All this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been writing and stuff, but also kind of indulging in my million miler, you know, my my 80s obsessions. Going there. down the synth rabbit hole. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so Play My T's just recorded. Uh, as you mentioned, we just put out Winter Wonderland uh, for the holidays, which was really fun to get, get in with the guys and record that. Um, but yeah, just recorded a brand new Play My T's song that we're going to release early next year, January or February. And just continue um, chipping away and have a new album done and out, knock on wood, by fall of next year. I love it. Humans Were Here is the label. Plain White Tees, Million Miler, the bands we're talking about, One Life. TLB, TLB. Fairview. Yeah. Your plate is full. Yeah. Your bowl is full. My bowl is full. All right, Tom Higginson, thank you for doing this. Lovely to see you again. Great to see you always. Thanks for having me, and thanks for the thanks for dinner. Thank you, Bona, and thank you for watching and listening. This is Carcon Carney. That's Tom. <laughs>